0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your
1: free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: You're listening
1: to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and
2: Zach Rizzuto. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. We didn't go away. We're still here. Still, a lot of off-season content to go over, but this podcast is really about the wild card playoff games. Uh, if you you know, obviously, a lot of our fantasy leagues are over with. We still have a lot to do. That, like, in terms of like DFS, still well and alive. Uh, Pick'ems, underdog Pickums, we're doing that. Prop betting, obviously, doing a lot of that as well. So you know, we're still you know, we're still in it. You know, it's hard to stay away as long as there's football on, meaningful games. Uh, we're going to be wagering you know somehow some way right and yeah. um these, these wildcard games you know the saturday games you know huge spreads in those like vegas is expecting some blowouts in that one and then on sunday you know we got some closer games and then obviously we have a game on monday night as well you know i'm used to four games in wild card playoff weekend but you know now that they added that seventh seed in each yeah. conference we got six games this weekend so six meaningful games it should be fun
1: yeah, no, I love it, you know, honestly. I know that it's probably just a money grab by the NFL, you know, just to get more playoff games, you know, during the weekend, obviously, from going from four to six, but I'm totally okay with that. More football to watch for us, more for us to wager on, you know, more for us to make bets, you know, play contests, all that stuff. I, I think it's totally worth it. And I think there are a lot of good games, you know, coming out this weekend. Obviously, I, I think Saturday we'll have a game that could go, I think it's going to go one way. I think it's going to go the 49ers way, but then the game at night at 8.15 between the Chargers and the Jaguars, like we talked about, I think, on the last pod, you know, that's the one I'm kind of dying to see. I want to see how that goes. That's going to be a good game. Nobody hates the Chargers or the Jaguars. Like you could root for either of these teams and no one would blame you for going either way. Um, Dolphins, Bills, I think I know how that game's going to go. I mean, I'm assuming that Skyler Thompson might get the start. I, I don't think there's any hope for the Dolphins. You know, I wouldn't, you know, be holding out any hope as a Dolphins fan. I don't think you're going anywhere this season. You just barely squeaked in the playoffs. You're going against the Bills. They're hyper motivated. They're at home. I just don't see that happening. Um, Giants-Vikings, it's a grudge match from Christmas Eve. I think that would be a good one. Ravens-Bengals, I-, I think the Bengals are going to win that one. The Ravens, I think, are in a very similar boat as the Dolphins where the quarterback situation is a big question mark. The rest of the team yeah. could be as good as they want it to be, but without a good quarterback, they're not going to go anywhere. And then also Cowboys and Buccaneers, that's a coin flip for me. And a lot of people, I mean, you look at the box score, you look at the records, you're like, oh, the Cowboys have this 1-1 easily. now. If you watch Week 18 at all, you know this was probably going to be close. So that's going to be a good way to end the week, I think. And in terms of ratings, you know, for the NFL, they're going to be feeling pretty good about having that one on Monday night.
2: I think so. I think so. Um, so you know, in in this podcast, we're going to go over each game. We're going to talk about all the underdog picks that we like for these games, um, and what well, ones we don't like as well. Um, yeah. And, and kind of you know, it, and it'll a lot of it's going to have to do with game script and how we think these games are going to go. Uh, but you know, if you're not signed up with Underdog. Go ahead and do that okay uh they have a bunch of playoff best ball tournaments the mitten four which was their five dollar entry two hundred fifty thousand dollar in prizes tournament that has officially filled up yesterday so uh they, they still have a couple other tournaments you can still do a battle royale for this weekend's game specifically it's not playoff long like the gauntlet is um that one is a twenty five dollar entry one million dollars in prizes type of tournament uh, and then the the gauntlet, you know, still, you know, a ton of prizes, more than $200,000 in prizes for the gauntlet. That's just for this wildcard weekend. Uh, so you can go ahead uh, on underdogfantasy.com download the app uh, and you can start doing some drafts today. Make sure you use the code upper hand, though, because if you do, you get uh, your first deposit doubled up to $100. All right. All right. So you get like I'm $100 also, also in be- house money right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you can use that money to, like, enter more tournaments and get more yeah. entries to, like, increase your chances of winning these tournaments. Um, you know, also, like, I'm giving away $100 every single week in underdog credit up until the Super Bowl. Uh, so, you know, it, and all you have to do is just have <laughs> – you all you have to do is have signed up and deposited with underdog through me, through Upper right. Hand. That's all you have had to do. No matter when you signed up, you're eligible to to win that 100 bucks. Okay. Um, let's get into it, man. So Seahawks 49ers. Uh this is an interesting game, you know. Obviously a high, higher point spread here. I think it was 11 point, point spread. So, you know, this could be a closer game than we think, but Vegas is expecting the 49ers to really do their thing here. Um, you know, I'm looking at Geno Smith and, and his his lines here. Um 228.5 passing yards is his line. I uh, if I had to choose one, I would probably be go higher you know i kind of like it like dk you know dk's healthy lockett's healthy now uh seahawks are going to be forced to pass the 49ers have a good run defense they've allowed the fourth most passing yards over the last 4 weeks um but i think if i have to pick one of his pickems, i think i might pick his pass attempts over 32 and a half uh he threw it 44 times uh in week 4 week 15 against seattle that was in seattle um you know it, it's like kind of the combination of how you attack the 49ers, right? Because you want to attack them through the air and not right. the ground. And then the potential game script as well. If we're thinking that the Seahawks are going to be down, right? I think 32 and a half is a, is a solid number to choose the on.
1: Yeah. I was looking at Geno Smith too. And I thought that that would be a, a good one to have as well. The only thing that kind of, you know, worries me a little bit. I don't know if you saw these reports, but I saw reports that the weather might be pretty bad, you know, for this game. Um, they were calling for heavy rain and some wind gusts that were supposed to be pretty strong in, in like 25 mile an hour, 30 mile an hour range. I don't know if that's going to affect them the entire game or change the way they want to attack the Niners because at the end of the day, you know, it's a team versus a team. The weather will be, it's just a factor. But I think you look at this and um, you can't at least be, you can't not be a little bit concerned about it. For me, I was I was all in on Geno Smith's, a lot of his props, especially the passing yards, until I saw that weather report. Um, we'll see if that changes moving forward um but as long as if the weather is just if it's just rain it's not humongous winds I think you're gonna be fine with this one you don't want to just boil it down to that but um I I think that they're probably going to be playing catch up I don't think there's a really scenario where Seahawks have a lead in this game um because the 49ers have just been dominating every facet of the game since they started three and four um so I think that you could go with that I'm just monitoring the weather report I don't have a problem with that bet at all it's just I, I think that I would just keep an eye on that, just in case, because there are a lot of picks too that I like as well outside of this one.
2: Yeah. Okay. So this is not your favorite pick. Now, I much rather go with the attempts than the yardage. The yardage is a a lot, definitely a lot more iffy for me. Um. So, like, you know, in terms of like the weather, it seems like the weather might not be too bad in terms of in terms of um uh weather. Uh, I'm sorry. In terms, terms the weather might be too bad (laughs) in terms of the weather. (laughs) The weather might not be too bad in terms of weather. Uh, no, in terms of wind, in terms of wind, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, I think that's the thing that we have to pay attention to, whether it's going to be, you know, 20, 25 mile per hour winds. If there is, then yeah, we definitely have to, you know, have concern about that because it's possible that they just run the ball a lot more. Um, but if it's like 10 to 15 mile per hour winds, you know, it's not too bad. Um, if there's gusts up to 30 miles per hour, then you kind of have to worry a little bit. The attempt, it's still possible that the attempts are there. It's yeah. still possible that the attempts are there. It's just not the yardage. Um, so, yeah, that might not be the best. Uh, you know, if you're if, if you if you're only putting together five of these all together for the whole weekend, that might not be the, the best one to go with. I agree. I agree. Right. Um, I was also looking at, you know, if the weather isn't so bad, you know, Tyler Lockett, you know, over five receptions, you know, in both matches against the 49ers, he had nine catches and seven catches. And it makes sense, you know, that flanker role that he plays on that right side in the slot, that's where the 4 ers weakness has been, right? right. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, if the weather's okay, I think Tyler Lockett, you know, is a lock for, for, for more than five catches, even with that broken finger.
1: Yeah, I think that's a fair bet, too. You know, we've seen Geno Smith dial in on Tyler Lockett plenty this season. Obviously, it's DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, but they both get very similar. Um, it looks like uh, usage, very similar production, and we had them ranked back-to-back pretty much every week. You know this season, um, as since we've known that Geno Smith, he's you know Geno Smith, and he's not the Geno Smith of old. He's the Geno Smith of new. Um, I, I like the Seahawks definitely. I want I want them to do well in this game. I want to pick the overs on this one. I I think that Tyler Lockett can do this. I'm more confident in Tyler Lockett doing his thing than maybe Geno Smith, you know, distributing the ball well, having those passing yards. If he's gonna be throwing passing yards, you know, I think it's gonna be going to these receivers. I wouldn't really pick anybody else out of the big outside the big two and Metcalf and Lockett.
2: That's why I like to, you know, choose the opportunity. You know, a lot of a lot of these these yeah. props, I love to choose the opportunity props because it's way more easier to predict, in my opinion. No,
1: that's a hundred percent.
2: Yeah, and opposed we, we look the, at opposed to the production. Like whenever I see these, like you know, pass attempts or like receptions opposed to like yardage, right? Because if you you know, you expect Lockett to get his targets and you expect him right. to catch most of them, right? Um, regardless of how, how many yards he goes for, right? It's kind of like playing in a PPR league where it's just like, well, yeah. you know you know, he has a solid floor because he's going to catch five, six balls. It's, it's a similar right. thing here.
1: It is, yeah. And I, I absolutely, I do like the opportunity ones as well. Um, someone else that I kind of like in this game, going to the other side of the ball, and this is one of my favorite ones. I think this one's kind of like a gimme, in my opinion, and I'm not sure how big you might be on this one, but I, I think George Kittle, he has a 9.15 fantasy point prop this week. I think he can hit that easily with flying colors this week. Brock Purdy has been playing so well during touchdowns, specifically to George Kittle as of late. You know, he's been using him a whole lot. He's looked much better than he had, than he did at the beginning of the season, George Kittle did. I think that this is a slam dunk pick. The weather would be concerning if Kittle weren't on the absolute terror that he was. Um, The efficiency and production has been there, despite the targets not being huge. That's why I'm avoiding the four receptions and the 43 receiving yards. But if he can score a touchdown, like, give me that. That's six points. You know, if he catches – Let's see. So I'm assuming it's it's a half point PPR. I think for underdog, I, I think if yeah, he catches, he a just 50, needs like
2: what three catches, catches for like forty yards and then yeah. like a
1: touchdown. Yeah, the touchdown puts him way over the top. So like yeah. if he catches a touchdown pass, which I think is a pretty safe bet, the way that Brock Purdy's been playing, the way he's been targeting, him, and the way this offense has been performing. Like, don't forget that this offense is averaging thirty three point five fantasy points, like not fantasy points, total game points a game since Brock Purdy took over. Like. This is, I think, a really easy one for me, and I'm slam, I'm slamming that one in the net, you know, regardless of
2: the weather. I agree. He scored seven touchdowns in the last four games, uh, and, and like you said, the reception ones, you're like, I'm not sure because he's he's had four receptions in three of them, right? Three yeah. of those four games, you know, he went under 30 yards in two of them. So you know, do, we probably want to hit the over on the fantasy points here. So nine point one five half PPR fantasy points. It's a good matchup against the Seahawks, obviously, as well. Yeah. Right? The Seahawks are one of the worst teams against tight ends, and the last time he went up against the Seahawks, he killed them. Right? He almost had yeah. hundred yards on like four catches and two touch two touchdowns. So he has the chance to do his thing. Um, and, and Brock Purdy, like you know, you mentioned the weather too. I didn't even think Brock Purdy. Was gonna throw it a whole lot in this game, right? The Seahawks are right. obviously very vulnerable on the ground. Um, Brock Purdy's pass attempt prop is at 28 and a half. I, I think I'm taking the lower here, lower I than 28 it makes and a half. Total
1: sense. Total. Sense. Know, Christian with McCaffrey. Elijah Mitchell back.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Christian McCaffrey and Mitchell both healthy. Right. And yeah. the Seahawks, one of the worst rushing defenses. So I can see these two running backs combining for like 35 carries. And yeah. if you look at Purdy's last six starts, Twenty-eight and a half pass attempts. He's gone under that four times in those six starts. So I, I like lower on Brock Purdy here, um, and I just mentioned Elijah Mitchell too. <laughs> you know, uh, his line, his rushing line is thirty-eight and a half, right? right? Like he only needs like what, like ten carries to hit that, and that that's if he's inefficient, right? And yeah, if you look at his last three games, nine carries for fifty-nine yards, seven carries for thirty-five yards, five carries for fifty-five yards. Like, like. He doesn't need that many carries to hit it. Like, he, you know, he just fits his running scheme so well. Like, I kind of – I like the over on him this week. If we're expecting the 49ers to go up in this game, if if we're expecting a little bit of bad weather, you know, they aren't going to y- overuse Christian McCaffrey if they go up. I think Mitchell, right. Mitchell's a lock for like eight to ten carries in this game.
1: Yeah, they're not going to salt away a game with Christian McCaffrey, I don't think. And not that Elijah Mitchell is someone that you salt away Mitchell a game back, with I think. either.
2: Yeah. I think especially with Mitchell back, I would say. Right.
1: Yeah, especially with him back. Not that Elijah Mitchell's like this bruiser and he obviously hasn't proven to be like, you know, able to stay healthy his in his entire career. But you look at his career, his average, his yards per carry is always hovering around high four, low five. You know, he's been super efficient every time he's been on the field. He just hasn't been able to stay healthy. So I think that you could definitely take Elijah Mitchell some some higher props in this one. Because, like you said, if the Niners go up in this game, they're not going to put their premier playmaker in Christian McCaffrey out on the field in the late third quarter into the fourth quarter in sloppy weather if that's what it's going to come down to i I think that this is a good pick with elijah mitchell and brock purdy you know you talk about him they're not asking him to do much this lower pick on those um attempts i think is consistent with the game plan that they're going to have i don't see him throwing the ball a whole lot especially in a high pressure situation like this granted it's not the the worst matchup, it's not like this is a scary team that they're going to be playing. Obviously, Geno Smith and the Seahawks, they have a chip on their shoulder, so that's something. This isn't the worst-case scenario for Brock Purdy. It's still going to be relatively comfortable for him. They're not going to ask him to do too much in his first playoff game. I think that having him on the lower, especially given the fact that Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell are back, like you said, it's going to be a ground and pound day for the Niners. 2400
0: Sports is an Odyssey company. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.